Hello and welcome back to another episode of Climate, where we believe that we can cultivate an environment for our lives to thrive. This week on our podcast, we're going to start breaking down a new series called Steadfast. And the, the whole purpose of this is actually something that I feel was laid on my heart that I need to improve in this year, which is just to be more steadfast in nature. And so what I wanted to do is break down what that looks like in my life as well as uh, what I believe these principles would translate into your life. And uh, if you've been keeping with us for a little while, we just wrapped up a podcast series on how to build deep and meaningful relationships. And uh, I have been off for a little bit, actually just had a new baby back in December. And so getting adjusted to what it's like to have a newborn and a two-year-old running around the house. And so I'm glad that you guys would be patient with me and that you have stuck with me uh, in the midst of the silence and uh, excited to get back to this. So over the next few weeks, what we're going to be doing is breaking down uh, what I believe are four characteristics to being steadfast in nature. And the first week is going to be, we have to be unmovable, unmovable in nature. The next week is that we are going to have to be unoffendable, we have to be unbreakable, and we have to be unquenchable. Those are the different weeks that we're just going to sit and we're going to break down a little bit. And, and the core belief about this podcast is that we can actually cultivate an environment in our lives where our lives can begin to thrive. And so uh, as we dive in here, I think one of the biggest temptations when we start a new um, goal, maybe a new task, maybe a new direction in our lives uh, that we believe is is somewhere we're meant to go on a long-term scale. And, and one of the biggest difficulties we fall into is to be unmovable in that because the day and age that we live in, full of technology and all of these different opportunities, is a place where we can begin to fall away from our original convictions if we're not careful. See, we have to be willing to stand even in the face of temptation or criticism because these things will crop up in our lives and these will be things that we fall into time and time again if we're not careful. And so I'm going to break down four different points for you guys today and and hopefully they'll mean something for you. There'll be a little bit of practical application, even a little bit of an exercise that we can do in our own personal lives that, that would allow this to become something that is is a truth for us. We are unmovable in our convictions. We are steadfast. And that's what we're going to break down. And the first one is this. We just have to analyze our convictions. If, if, if we're going to start and really find out that this is something that we want to do, that we want to be a part of, what we have to do is take a step back from the situation, a step back from our emotions, and ask ourselves, why am I doing this? Does it lead me to my long-term goals? Am I willing to sacrifice things for this? Am I willing to give up the things necessary to see this through to the end? And I've learned that introspection is one of the most important things when it comes to a long-term commitment. The question you'll have to answer is, why am I doing this? 
See, if your why isn't big enough or meaningful enough, what you'll run into is that you'll eventually begin to waver on the item that you've set before you that you wanted to be steadfast in. And instead of being steadfast, we'll start slowly wavering and eventually the original motivation will disappear. It'll dissipate into the massive ether of the universe and we will find out that we weren't as convicted about the thing that we wanted to be. And so what this does to us when we fall short in these convictions is it makes it difficult for us to believe in ourselves. It makes it difficult difficult for us to even trust ourselves. And if you go back and you listen to the last podcast I did, it actually talked about having to love ourselves and, and, and some of the lies that we tell ourselves and things that we do. And so this ties really well into that last podcast. But one of the things that I heard said, this quote really spoke to me. It said, success is doing what you said that you were going to do long after the feeling that you set it in has passed. Doing what you said you were going to do long after the feeling that you set it in has passed. And how true is that? That that in today's culture, we have a tendency to just say yes. We, we want to please people. We, we want to do the next thing. We're, we're busy. And sometimes we're not even slow enough to recognize that our yes has meaning and it is a commitment. And so after a while, we begin to realize that we've under-promised and over-delivered. Well, let me rephrase that. We've actually over-promised and we've under-delivered in our, in our lives. And, and that causes us to be looked down upon in the, in the people around us. These, these different convictions that we say yes to this, yes to that. Yes, I'll be a part of this new, new uh, goal or, or this new team or this new business venture. Or, hey, there's this new project cropping up in the office and, and yeah, I'll, I'll handle that. Or, or there's this special thing that, that we want done uh, around the house or, or, or done in our personal lives. And we just say yes to it. And, and, and these ways convictions cause us to be um, unreliable in nature. And so we have to analyze our convictions if we're ever going to truly understand whether or not what we're about to say yes to is something that we mean it. Is it something that we really are willing to sacrifice for the long-term goal? And so let's say that we get there. Let, let, let's say we, we, we sit down, we've analyzed our convictions, we, we've talked about whether or not this is something that we want to do long term. We've, we, we've had that introspective moment where we have decided that my why is big enough. My why is is big enough for me to follow through on this. And so once we've done that, once we've an initially laid a foundation for this moment, we start to minimize distractions. And that's the next point. We want to minimize distractions. And one of the most effective ways to do this is, is, is actually one of my mentors told me your first response should just be no. No, I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not going to do that. Because when you come back to it, when you come back to it, you're actually willing to commit and minimize these different distractions that are cropping up. And so uh, maybe it's, it's, it's getting rid of the junk food in the cabinet and, and, you, and you've wanted to lose weight for a while and you've wanted to uh, get in better shape and, and you just say, hey, I've got to minimize this distraction, all this candy, all this junk food. I've just got to go and throw it away, get rid of it so that I can be more steadfast in my commitment. 
Maybe it's that you are really wanting to use your personal time better, but every time you come home, the TV is just sitting there waiting for you to turn it on so that you could watch your favorite TV show. And so you say, hey, I'm actually going to unplug the TV after every show, and I'm not going to plug it back in unless I've accomplished these tasks, unless I've done these things, or, or maybe just outright getting rid of the TV. See, me and my wife, we actually used to have uh, a home theater at our last house and, and we had the the big screen and we had the projector and the surround sound system and what I realized was it was starting to become a distraction so when we moved homes what we said is we said hey until we've completed our remodel until we've completed all the things that we want to do we're actually not going to purchase another theater system until We've got all of these things done. And what that actually did is it showed me how little I needed that thing and how much more free time I had. And, and so it's, it's allowed me to start taking time to write a book that I'm interested in writing as well as working on this podcast and even more personal time to just be a good dad to my daughters and, and to love them well and even some overtime in the office. And, and I realized that by getting rid of that TV, by getting rid of that theater system, it opened me up to really stead, be steadfast on my convictions. And so maybe that's you, or maybe it's just removing some of those naysayers that are in your close circle of people that when you look at them, you start to say, man, these people are dragging me down and pulling me away from what I desire for my life. And so um, I, I, I'd like us to to take this exercise that I'm about to describe to heart, and, and, and hopefully we can apply it. And so imagine that you are a year from now. And, and, and you've completely failed. You've missed all the goals that you set for yourself. You weren't steadfast. You weren't unmovable. You floated from one thing to the next and you were but a wave tossed in the ocean. And, and imagine you're sitting there at the end of this year and you look back on your life and you ask yourself, why did I fail? And so you start breaking that down. You start, man, that the junk food was there and, 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 and I always wanted to go to the gym, but it was too far away and my schedule didn't really allow for it and I didn't make adjustments there. And so you start to break down, why would you have failed this goal? Why would you have failed at this task if you had set out to be immovable in it? If you set out to be steadfast in this goal, how come you missed it? Why did you fail? And as you do this exercise, I want you to just take a second and just write these things down and say, man, I, I, I failed because this person in my life just, just kept saying no. Or I failed because I was too scared to get started because I, I, I cared too much what people thought. Or, or I failed because of these different lists of things and these distractions are the things that you need to minimize. If you're actually going to be steadfast and immovable, the distractions are what you need to minimize. You've got to take time to ask yourself, is this adding toward my goal? Is this helping me to cultivate my life? Or is this something that is messing with my personal climate? Is this, is this really distracting me? So I would say, minimize your distractions. And then in the same vein, I would say, maximize your reminders. Now, let's 
let's do this exercise again, but, but, but you're at the end of the year and you take a moment and you're thinking and you look back on your year and, and man, you lost the weight that you wanted to lose. You succeeded in the project that you wanted to succeed in. You achieved the new promotion. You, you, you did the thing with your family. You went on that trip that you really wanted to go on. And so we're sitting there at the end of the year and, and we look at the goals that we had before our lives and we just say, did I hit them? And, and, and in this in this exercise, the answer is yes. And so now ask yourself, what helped you get there? Was it a reminder on your phone every day to check the scale? Was it was it something in your life that, that just allowed you to, to, to say, man, I, I see this. I see this vision board that I've put up. I, I see this, this accountability partner that I've put in my life that just reaches out to me and reminds me. I see these different things. And those are helping me to achieve my goals. See, me and my wife, we set a reminder on our uh, Google Home that would go off at 10, 15 every night and it would just say, hey, there's a reminder to check your budget today. Now, not every single day do I sit down and go line by line and check whether or not I was in the budget, but it has made it where every day I'm looking at my bank account. Every day I'm paying attention to where my funds are, where my resources are. And so that's something that has helped tremendously because it's just a reminder every single day. And with technology today, just as much as it can be a distraction, it also can be a reminder. It also can be something that brings um, better resources and tools into your life for you to achieve these goals that you're really setting out to. So back to the exercise. We're sitting there. We're looking back. And now we're just going to write down some of those things. We stuck sticky notes on the mirror. And, and it helped just remind us every single day when we were brushing our teeth that this is the goal we wanted to achieve. We, we went down this path um, with, our, with our friends and with our relatives. And we just said, hey, look, guys, this is where I'm heading. I need you guys to hold me accountable accountable, whatever those reminders are, whatever those things are that are really going to set you on fire, that's what this exercise is hoping to bring to light. And then we've got to start to apply those. We've got to start to take time out of our day, time out of our lives, and set ourselves up for success. And, and I promise you, I heard in the, in the book Atomic Habits, it, and this has drastically changed my life. In the book Atomic Habits, it says what we need to do is we need to minimize the friction to the new habit or goal that we want to start and maximize the friction to the bad habits that we want to end. And what that basically means is we need to put as much stuff in the way of us and the TV, of us and social media, of us and the donut. We need to put as many obstacles in the way as possible. And we need to take as many away from us and, and the new project, us from the personal achievement, us from the, the salad, us from the gym. We've got to get rid of those those obstacles and those distractions. And so the, we, we need to analyze our conviction. We need to take some time and ask, is this something I'm really willing to commit to? We've got to maximize our reminders. We've got to take some time and just say, hey, I, I need more of this. I, I need more alarms. I need more alerts. I need more vision boards. I need more inspiration. I need, I need more accountability partners. And we have to take some time to minimize our distractions. We need less friction for the goals we want to achieve and more friction for the habits we want to stop. And the last thing is the core principle and foundation of what this podcast is is meant to be. And it's that we can cultivate our environment. 
And what I mean by that is that every single thing in your life, to, to be immovable, you've got to start to ask yourself, does this fit? Does this fit? It's so important to be intentional, not just with the way you spend your time, who you spend your time with. What are you letting into your mind? What are you letting into your heart? It's so important for us to take action, to take action in a big and meaningful way. And so I just want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to, to take a little bit of time to start to cultivate this lifestyle, to cultivate what you would like. I love this quote. Everybody ends up somewhere, but few people end up somewhere on purpose. To be steadfast is to end up somewhere on purpose. To be steadfast is to end up somewhere on purpose. And so what I want to challenge you to is to take time to put in the work to be willing to make the sacrifices. Because if we are going to be steadfast, we have to be unmovable. When the new temptation comes, when the new distraction comes, when the new objective comes, we can just say, no, 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 it doesn't fit my plan. It doesn't fit what, I, what I've told myself I'm going to do, and I'm going to be unmovable in these things. And so I appreciate you guys joining me this week on climate. Next week, we're going to be digging into um, how to be more unoffendable. How do we be more unoffendable in our life? Because if you're being steadfast in something and it's something meaningful, there's going to be criticism. There's going to be um, pushback. There's going to be naysayers. And so how do we become unoffendable to those people around us? I want to encourage you guys, if you got something out of this, that you would just take the time to share it with a loved one, with somebody who would really benefit from this. I, we really appreciate it when you subscribe and let us know what you think. What, what's something that you'd like to hear me break down? And, and, and really spend some time um, dissecting for you guys. And so I appreciate it so much. Remember to subscribe, remember to share, remember to let me know what you think. And I want us to always remember that we can build a climate for our lives, that we can truly cultivate our environment so that we can set up our lives to thrive. And so I appreciate you guys joining me today and I can't wait to see you next time.